just wanted to ask you about the uh, defensive play calling last night, and, you know, just the timing of those blitzes and the ability to kind of just cycle through either bluffing or actually bringing all the heat at, at Darnold last night. Yeah, well, um, you know, the players I thought really did a great job of that. They they disguised um, the different looks that we're in, and, you know, they controlled some of the things that we did out there and, you know, made a lot of good decisions. Um you know, a smart group of players that communicates well and and um, you know can can do things, take advantage of you know offensive formations and alignments and so forth. And and they did an excellent job of that. So um, yeah, it's really a credit to the to the cohesiveness and the communication um, and you know understanding of of each individual play during the game of you know how to maximize our our tools and things that we can do with certain calls and you know they, they did a great job of it both on the rush the coverage uh the skies you know on multiple levels they the players are really outstanding so there's a there's kind of a, a little bit of leeway there to read what they're seeing and, and maybe actually go to one of those six or seven man pressures if they see a certain look uh, yeah, well, it depends on the call, and it depends on the offensive formation, uh, you know, how we want to handle it. Um, so, it's just, you know, there, there are multiple variables in there. Um, but, you know, rather than, um, you know, try to – look, we can't know exactly what they're going to be in. They just do too many different things. But once once we see, you know, how the formations – deployed and you know where certain players are located and how close they are together and so forth and so on there there are a number of different things that uh, we can do and same thing with the pass rush depending on where where certain players are located where the tight end is where the back is where the quarterback is and so forth there there are options there too so you know it just would depend on the individual call and and what we see but um, most important thing is the players do a great job of communicating those those adjustments, getting on the same page, and, you know, we function well as an entire defensive unit, not just, uh, you know, a bunch of guys doing their own thing. That they've, they've, uh, they've done a good job of having everyone on the same communication so we have good team execution. Thanks, Coach. Hey, you're welcome, Evan. Our next question is Henry McKenna, and I will ask uh, anyone else who wants to ask a question on this call to hit five star now. <clears throat> Hey, Bill. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good, thank you. I, I wondered if you could confirm the trade um, for Mohamed Sanu. There, there have been reports about that. Yeah, I would be able to confirm anything. Um, when there's an official announcement to be made, if there is one to be made, we'll make it. Uh, but um, I'll just say in general, you know, anytime there's a transaction for a player, there are always a number of steps that, you know, have to be completed and so um, at whatever point in time we have a transaction to announce we'll, we'll announce it <clears throat> alright well thinking more generally about um, the trade market heading into the deadline um, how active are you all being and, and you know I know you know every year you're kind of near the phone so to speak uh, yeah, well, I mean, that, that's really an impossible question to answer. Uh, each year is different. Each situation is different. Um, sometimes teams call us and, you know, they ask about 
if we would have an interest in a certain situation. Um, sometimes it's kind of a mutual conversation. Sometimes we might call a team and, you know, ask if, if a certain, you know, they would want to talk about a particular situation. So, it, you know, it really depends on, you know, how, how it goes, what the relationship is with the team. Sometimes there's previous conversations from uh, training camp or in the off season or at a different point in time that uh, get followed up on uh, for by one side or the other. So it's, you know, it's just, it, it's a, it's an exchange, um, you know, between, between two teams that are trying to improve and to try to find fat, fair value for it. So it's, not the easiest thing to do. It's not like, you know, going to the store and picking out an item and paying for it. That's not what a trade is. It, it, it represents something different than that. So, it's, like I said, each, each situation, each transaction is different. With that sort of comparison you made, you know, you go into a store, there's a price tag on every item. Um, and, and so that abstract element of players versus picks, et cetera, um, how do you value um, picks, I guess, in particular in trades? And, um, and, and is that value ever changing sort of in the league with, with the CBA and, and so on? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. Um, it's, we certainly monitor it um, and we, you know, look at what, what we feel like common similar uh, exchanges are you know made for uh, throughout the course of the year. Um, there are picks for picks, you know, more around the draft time. There are sometimes player for player, uh, and then there's sometimes picks for players, and sometimes a combination of players and picks. And so, um, you know, we've seen multiple varieties of all those exchanges. I'd say this year, uh, which we do every year, and so um, they're really again. They're, they can all be different. You try to, you know, look at the overall value and, and uh, you know, get a sense of what, you know, what that value is. But, again, each, each trade and each, each exchange takes on its own dynamics based on the individual player and the circumstances of the teams and so forth. So, um, yeah, there's really – do we monitor it? You know, sure. Um, is it – you know, is it relevant? Yeah, it's just a it's a guideline, but I don't think it's an absolute anything. And, you know, there are a lot of a lot of people out there that want to evaluate those type transactions. And again, we've seen you know a lot of them already this year. Some for very you know high high draft choices and combination of players and so forth. Um, but in the end, if the decision is by both teams is to do what's best for that for their team, and so that's ultimately what the decision comes down to, not what, you know, some third party, how some third party wants to evaluate the, the exchange. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Now we'll go Mike Pachagna, and last question will be Mike Giardi. Go ahead, Mike Pachagna. Thanks, Stacey. Good morning, Bill. I wanted to ask you about Brandon Bolden, and I think on the outside there's a perception that versatility um, – is something that a lot of players have, like Brandon Golden has a, a great deal of versatility. But on the inside, I'm sure it's not that straightforward and, and 
uh, easy. Uh, from your perspective, how unique is what Brandon Bolden does, uh, obviously over the years on special teams, but now on offense? Well, I think that's been one of Brandon's strengths throughout his career. Uh, his his um, high performance level, he's a very intelligent player. Uh, Brandon is smart, and he can handle a big load uh, offensively and in the kicking game. He's, he's not only a good special teams player, but uh, he plays critical roles and decision-making roles uh, in that phase of the game. And offensively, he's been involved in um, not just running plays, but I'd say some, you know, scheme-type running plays that are a little higher degree of difficulty, uh, along with pass protection and and route running. Um, and, again, some of the more sophisticated routes that uh, are maybe made a little more receiver-type routes than running back routes, you know, where he just, like he just goes and stands over the ball on all those pass routes. Or he, he's able to you know, line up in different spots, run different routes, and, you know, bring that, that type of not just versatility but a high level of execution to it as well. So he gives us tremendous value, um, and he gives us great leadership off the field uh, with his teammates, with younger players, um, and veteran players as well. I mean, anybody can look at Brandon and, and uh, you know, be inspired and learn from him, coaches, players, you know, all of us. You know, he comes to work every day. He's ready to go. Does his job, uh, tries to get better, um, knows his role, and is willing to do whatever the team asks him to do. So I don't know, you know, you can't ask for any more than that. He, he brings it every day. And Bill, if I can follow up real quick about the way he views the game uh, in the kicking game at that speed versus when he's in a set offense. How different are those two dynamics? Yeah, that's um, you know that's really a good point, Mike. Um, you know, special teams is is really really all about most mostly all about full speed and explosiveness, uh, especially in the coverage game. You know, the return game uh, is is maybe a little bit more about you know position and leverage and uh, you know making sure that you know that you're able to to keep a guy away from the runner. But you know, coverage you've got to You've got to close space and gather and and tackle a very good and elusive player with the ball. Uh, so in space. So um, no, you're right. The 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 skills, the tempo, the leverage, uh, and the very fast decision making that's involved in the kicking game, which is you know always I think very underrated in my opinion. Um, is how fast those guys are running, how quickly they have to make decisions, um, blocking or covering or running, for that matter. Um, is you know there there are guidelines and there there are things you coach and and fundamentals that you teach, but uh, having coached those those guys for a number of years during the course of my career, they, they have just a split second to make a critical decision on what to do, uh, you know, in a spatial situation. And that, that takes great judgment and discipline and you know, understanding of, of a lot of factors. And, and those factors change, you know, in, in a couple tenths of a second uh, based on new position of the ball, new leverage, and, 
and the building up or maintaining of speed by, you know, by the players involved. So he does a very good job of it, and again, in multiple roles. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, last question, Mike Giardi. Morning, Bill. Hey, Mike. Jacoby Myers has been pretty productive over the last couple of games. Is this just a, uh, an instance where, you know, he's getting opportunity and taking advantage of it, or are we truly seeing him, you know, mature and gain trust in Josh as a play caller and Tom as a quarterback? Yeah, well, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, Jacoby's been productive for us all year, and he's productive in the preseason, as you saw, and, you know, he's been productive um, at times, you know, offensively situationally um i mean you know look when he's on the field i don't think you know he's the player that that other teams are saying no we've got to double cover this guy so some of the matchups are are competitive matchups that you know he's done a good job with as he has more production and those matchups may change a little bit Uh, but He's done a good job of taking advantage of his opportunities. He's caught the ball well. He's shown quickness to separate and get open. Um, I mean, he's still got a long way to go and a lot to learn and a lot of things he can improve on. But, you know, he's come through for us in in situations from, uh, you know, this is really 11 weeks now, going back to the preseason games as well as training camp and and AOTs in the spring where he, you know, performed well and, and was able to earn more opportunities and, as he's gotten uh, those opportunities, he's continued to, you know, be productive with them. But again, he still has a lot of things to work on, a lot of things he can improve in, and um, you know, we'll see where all that goes. But uh, it's certainly encouraging to see the progress, the consistent progress that he's made over the, you know, the course of these weeks. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Okay, Mike. Yeah, you're welcome.